Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX. Late start because of Milliken's basketball. Uh, so I guess the show will be on for a limited time tomorrow because the game's early. Uh, yeah, I think I think we should get on around 1.30, I would yeah, think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a uh, couple of shout-outs here before we talk to Dave Murray. Uh, Ethan, who we love, who's a producer here. His uncle is my best friend from high school, Eric Brokaw, and we're talking today. He said it's Eric's wife, uh, Cindy. It's her birthday, so happy birthday to Cindy Brokaw. I haven't seen her since high school, Uh, but she's she's kept existing, evidently. Isn't that that weird? (laughs) You you don't see someone, and to me, she's 18 years old. Yeah, You know, that's so crazy to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, shout out to Steve Harris from KMOV. Uh, Steve's a guy, funny guy that does all the, you know, like, Pert's Born and Izell kind of stuff over at Channel 4. And our good friend Julie Lally was with him last night and said that he's a big fan of the show. And uh, I'm a big fan of his, so we need to get Steve on. Awesome. Yeah, good dude. Uh, speaking of TV personalities, Dave Murray is here with us. Hello, Dave. Hello there. How's the uh, the winter forecast doing on Facebook? We're on uh, 37,000 right now. Sweet. Nice. Ooh, yes. Look at that. Nice. 24 hours in 24 hours. Very nice. Good Very for nice. you. And again, some great juice. comments, too. That's uh, awesome. Folks folks making some really nice comments. Good, and good, Rachel, good. did you see the doggy pictures? I did. Adorable as usual. That's right. I've got one, a snowflake by a fire pit. Mm-hmm. Very, very comfy That's looking. like the the number one reason I look forward to this season of forecast. <laughs> Me, too. Me too. <laughs> How old are the dogs now, Dave? Uh, Snowflake is six. And Rain is, she'll be 13 wow. shortly after the first of the year. Wow, that's great. Um, yeah, I know it. I know my oldest lived to be almost 15. Second is 13. So Rain is knocking on the door at the number two slot. Very nice. Uh, wow. So I was looking at uh, the local news doing the weather up above my head, and it said it was 64. It feels so much chillier than that. Right now? Right right now. We, last I saw, we were 71. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a little breezy. It's a little breezy. The front has not come through yet. The front doesn't come through probably until about 6 or 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. So this evening is quite mild, I think in the 60s. Uh, might be a sprinkle, might be a little shower, but the front that's pressing in just doesn't have much with it. Tomorrow, kind of a cloudy start, maybe a sprinkle. Then skies open up to be partly to mostly sunny for the afternoon. The key tomorrow is the front comes through first thing in the morning. So the warmest part of tomorrow will be first thing in the morning at about 62 degrees. By this time tomorrow, we're down to about 49 degrees. So a pretty good northwest Mm. flow, pretty good temperature drop during the day on Friday. If you walk out the door Friday morning, you're going to go, oh, I don't, this is great. Still warm. You won't feel that way when you come out to get your car after, after working all day. 28, 28 Friday night. Uh Uh-huh. Then Saturday, yeah, the weekend looks great. Saturday, sunny, obviously a cold start, 55. Sunday, partly sunny, 58. We do have a shot of rain. There's this big storm out over the Pacific Ocean. It may try to bring some showers our way Monday and Tuesday. Behind that system will be colder air Wednesday as we get into Thanksgiving. Wednesday's high will be 42 degrees. Thursday's high will also be about 42 for Thanksgiving, and it stays relatively cold uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of the holiday weekend. Very nice. I want to do some uh, headlines, Rach. Oh, I need to mention one more thing, Rach, before. Okay, 71 today. Just a comparison. On this date in 2014, we had 1.7 inches of snow. 
Thank God it's not 2014. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody's in shock. Boy, just a state of shock there. <laughs> uh, Boy, that's the rear view. <laughs> and you fell down. Yeah. <laughs> we were all looking to make sure he was okay. I'll never be the same again. <laughs> or if he was sneaking the hot dog thing again. Uh, hey, did, did Andrew Andrew tell you? What's that? Did Andrew tell you I sent a picture of my Jim oh, Davis he sent Garfield? The, he sent the Garf. Oh. Yeah. He, yeah, he showed it to me. It's very cool. I'll send it to you, Dave. Did uh, it make you even more jealous? I am a little bit jealous of it. I'm not going to lie. He I printed, thought he was a little upset, personally. <laughs> so he printed it out, and then he wrote Andrew really big over the whole cartoon <laughs> to yes. Andrew from Jim Davis. Yeah, I did. I, I I've been I signed up for Photoshop for uh, you know some kind of reason. I don't know. Uh, did he draw this for you like on the spot, Dave? Because it's pretty on the uh, spot. Yeah, I watched so cool. him do it. It's very detailed. Yeah, it really is. And it was, you know, we, we were doing a, a fair for Good Morning America, you know, some county, some state fair. And he was there and uh, talked to him and, and he said, let me do a little piece of artwork for you. Do you remember about well, when that would have been? Uh, it would have been eBay, sometime. eBay is asking. Oh, okay. <laughs> it would have been in the 80s, probably. I'm going to say 86, 87. Okay. Probably. No, you know, a lot sooner than that. Let's you think, think well, 83, so 83, 84. Well, I think that might be too early, actually, because Garfield in this, he has this more modern redesign. Oh, my God. You know, in the original. <laughs> oh, man. This, is, this is still happening. <laughs> and I'm not totally Are sure. Are you saying this is a fraud? No, no, no. I'm saying I think you might. I think it might be closer to like the late 80s. No, because I was back in St. Louis in 89. Mm, okay. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> got it. I'm going to let these guys handle yeah. this. You know what? You know what? It happened in 84, earlier than I thought. So it could have been, yeah, it could have been 84, totally. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Want to do some headlines? Or? <laughs> Please. I think we need more Garf news. <laughs> I got more Garfield material. <laughs> sure you do. <laughs> headlines is brought to you by Schnooks. Find hundreds of exclusive digital offers and coupons when you use the Schnooks Rewards app. All right. According to a new Gallup poll released today, more Americans believe crime is becoming serious. Almost two-thirds of Americans believe that crime is a serious issue in the United States. 63% of respondents say that crime in the U.S. is either extremely or a very serious problem. Uh, and a fifth of those polls say that someone in their household has been a victim of a crime. I'll say it again. Over the past few years, I've learned a lot, but there are two things I've absolutely become convinced of. One is that hyperpartisan politics is deadly, beyond harmful. And two, if you go soft on crime, criminals are happy. Like, I'm not saying you can't have programs for people who are young and try to keep them out of life of crime. Let's do everything we can. Let's do everything we have at a kitchen sink approach. However, when you let the criminals know we're going to take it easy on you when you commit crimes, guess what? They just keep committing crimes even more. I it, agree. It's the simplest thing in the world. I mean, it's so simple, and yet we just absolutely refuse to acknowledge the facts. And look what it's done to our town. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, what's fascinating, too, though, is like at in like 2019, it was like the lowest it had been in in since like 1990, the crime rate. Um, and it's going back up now. It's still we're like still about where it was 20 years ago. It's not really changed much, but it had been pretty consistently down, 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 down until the pandemic. And since the pandemic, it's kept going up. Hmm. And I obviously there's some connection there. I'm not smart enough to figure it out. 
Maybe some of it was, you know, policing changes, like we're not pulling as many people over for no license plates or whatever, and all of it kind of starts to spiral, maybe. Do you guys think the pan- – this might be the dumbest thing I've ever said, but let's see what happens. Do you guys think <laughs> – This is the right segment to do it. What a setup. <laughs> you picked the right time. But do you guys feel like with the pandemic, when everything shut down the way it did – Sometimes I feel like that broke our brains in a way where a lot of people thought, well, obviously society is always going to chug along in this fashion. And then we proved that it didn't necessarily have to go that way. And I think that that kind of opened up a door in a lot of people's minds to where maybe it's like, maybe I will do crime. Oh, maybe I don't care about my job anymore. Maybe I don't care about this anymore. I just feel like it kind of showed us this opportunity that wasn't necessarily a good opportunity, but it was like, hey, life can be totally different if you want it to be. Yeah, I'm not one of those people who say, uh, oh, we never should have locked down. We never should have this because at the time, I didn't know what the hell we should do. Right. And evidently, neither did anyone else. In hindsight, I think it was one of the most harmful things that have happened to us as a people uh, ever. Especially these poor kids who were in school at the time, whether they're in third grade or 12th grade or going to their freshman year in college, they got so screwed and it's going to take so long to catch up if they ever do. I just saw, uh, gosh, it's a state. It's not a town. It's a state. I forget which one it is where they have basically thrown out all of the empirical requirements to graduate high school. You no longer have to pass any kind of a competency test. Mm-hmm. Just if you survive and you make it through and you get passed on, you get a high school degree, you go out there and you don't know anything. We're just really, I understand that we had to compromise and we had to fudge a little bit and we're, in, you know, uh, we've never been here before, at least in the last 100 years. But man, we, to me, Rach, I think we came out way the worse for it. I don't understand why is this is this the same problem around the world? Are they doing the same thing in Sweden? Are they doing the same thing in Japan? Are they doing the same thing in you know Australia? Do they have the exact same problem? Because every country had to do a lot of the same things. So why is it that we are having so much difficulty? Like, well, these kids need they, you can't judge them anymore. Like, well, you tell me they're not judging the kids in other parts yeah. of the world. You tell me their their whole system changed. Maybe they did, and I just don't know it. But yeah, I, that's a great point. The only thing that I can point to is maybe with some of these smaller countries or maybe less diverse countries, their education process was more streamlined. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah. when you have to make a change, it's kind of consistent across. I, I just feel like with that's the United States, too. it was very bumpy. It was very up and down. Our education system in general seems like it needs like a pretty big overhaul. And maybe that's it. Maybe the problem is our just our educational system is screwed and it's too big and it's too much based on how much money people have in the area where you live. And that by itself is a factor that we can't measure against anybody else. Hmm. All right. The Postal Service loses big in 2023. Did you see this? Dave? 6.5 bill. Yes. Uh, net loss for the 12 months ending September 30th. U.S. Postmaster General Louis Louis DeJoy said it will not break even next year as first-class mail fell to the lowest volume since 1968. Gee, I wonder why that is. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, probably the cost me. I mailed one tiny thing in like um one of those like uh, media mail envelope things. And it was like $7 to mail it. I mean, insane. who mails stuff? 
I still do occasionally. I do too. Yeah, I rest my case. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, but Rachel said yeah too. Yeah, I do every once With in a while. So yeah, because things... you're the two oldest people yeah. on the show. <laughs> Not the argument you think it is, Dave. Like every Rachel is an 81 year old man. <laughs> every new thing now comes. Like if you buy something like when I bought the car, when I when I bought that from Skip, you have the choice to just completely go paperless. And I went paperless. I don't. I don't have mail coming to my house with a bill from it anymore, and I'm not sending them a check anymore. It's all done. Yeah, in the yeah. tubes well, of know, the internet. It's like when my buddy Scott and I, Scott, who I'm having dinner with tonight, we own Foxpaw, which, if you remember, a few years ago was the phone fixing company with the big orange kiosk and the Snooks, and you put your broken phone in it, and blah blah blah. It was a great idea, and we took a big run at it, and had great success. Had a contract with Snooks and Walmart, and we're in two different states. But we we knew, like, well, one of these days they're going to make an unbreakable phone or they're going to make it to where you can fix it at home really super easy, like swapping out a, a filter in your furnace. So we knew that our time was limited and we're not quite there yet, but it's pretty damn close to it. Uh, and the post office has got to see the same thing, right? I mean, how much longer with email and texting and all these different things that we can do, how much longer is anyone other than Valpac or people trying to uh, uh, screw you over? How many? Almost everything I get is a fake check that's just <laughs> a loan. Oh, I know it. You right, know? right, right. But here's the thing. These evil bastards, like if I see something that says paid to the order of, I'm like, well, I have to open it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Anywho. You want to do one more story yeah. and then we'll take a break? Bing Chat rebrands as Microsoft Copilot. That's Microsoft's AI-powered Bing Chat. It's uh, the competitor to, of course, ChatGPT, which is kind of the main one. Uh, but two versions of, of Copilot are available, a free version in Bing and Windows and a paid version that will be part of Microsoft 365. I guess I'm just surly today because the Billikens won. But mm-hmm. <laughs> has anyone ever gone to Bing on purpose? I don't think Not I have. I you thought have? it was no, no, a cherry you buy at Schnucks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, you know what? I have played with the image Easy. generator. The minions? Is yeah, that what you were doing? Yeah, I've been, I've been making the minion uh, people and stuff. Like, that's kind of fun. You know we're on the air now. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to warn you. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. All right. 425 DGS. Did you guys? I watched the uh, Biden press conference last night live. Did you guys, anyone watch it? No. Dude, so I didn't vote for Joe Biden. I won't vote for him if he's the guy again. I'll probably throw away my vote again. Uh, I like him. I can't help myself. Uh, Maybe he's bilking the country and maybe he's gotten rich on China. And if so, put him in jail. But I just can't help but like the guy. Uh, But man, oh, man. It was rough last night. He was he gave a press conference after meeting with President Xi. And uh, and and the the bad thing is they're showing all of his guys sitting in the front row like Blinken. And he struggled through the questions. He just seemed so feeble and out of it. And then he finished and he walks off. and Everyone starts screaming questions like they always do. And he stops. And you know his people had to be like, keep on walking. (laughs) Yeah. And then he starts answering the questions, and he's answering them poorly. And one lady stands up at the very end. Like, he's made, like, three exits now, and he just keeps stopping, like, moonwalking back. (laughs) And she's like, do you you still think that uh, uh, President Xi is a dictator? And he's like, well, of course he's a dictator. And, and then they show Blinken simultaneously, and he's shaking his head no. 
He's like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. And he almost gave away not state secrets, but he's talking about the negotiations to get the hostages out. And Blinken once again is shaking his head, no, stop. And and Biden goes, oh, I guess I'm going too far. I better pull it back. Like, yeah, you should. And then it was someone's birthday, someone's wife's birthday is in a couple of weeks. And it's, he and his, his wife have yes. the same birthday. And he's going to be 81. Now, I know he's 80, but somehow 81 hit me. And then I did the math. So that means if he runs again and he wins, he's a couple weeks away from his 82nd birthday. Now, I knew this. It was in my brain. If you would have asked me, I would have said, yeah, he'll be 82, then he'll be 86 when he's finally out of office. But you know how things just kind of hit you sometimes? Mm -hmm. That one hit me. Like watching him struggle through that and then thinking, and I think he's a very old 80. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I watch people turn 80 and they're nothing like that. It's what a weird thing to say that he's a dictator when you were just photographed, like shaking his hand and putting your arm around him. Walk like you, <laughs> that doesn't seem like the time to call someone a I mean, dictator. I like when people are honest, but sometimes right. you need to filter your honesty, you know, time and it's place. It's called diplomacy. <laughs> exactly. Man, I'm looking at the, the up close of the blinking. Oh. He's just like, just shoot me now. That's yeah. the look on his face. Just get me out of here. 439 DGS on KMOX. Uh, didn't talk about Hardy's today. Only been uh, doing like a 90-minute show today. I actually went to Hardy's today. Nice. I went to see my mom this morning since we had a, uh, a late start. And I stopped at the Hardy's there. Andrew, I always think of it as your Hardy's, the one mm-hmm. on Route 3. Yeah. And uh, super nice people. And here was my conundrum. Okay, mm-hmm. so the, uh, the a-hole in me wanted to say like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, that's me on the stickers. Yeah. <laughs> so they'd be like, shut up. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was never really an opening. So I just sat there, you know. Uh, but uh, they were super nice and got my mom the. Uh, the Cinnamon raisin the, biscuit. Yes. Mm. Loved it. All I need to do is go to any Hardee's around town. In fact, do this for me. Everyone out there, go to Hardee's. Get a sticker and then go, you know, that's me on the sticker. Right? Yeah, I'm actually, like, I'm actually like, yeah. So that way when I do do it, they'll be like, yeah, whatever, dude. We we get that all the time. Uh, that dollar or five or ten or twenty, whatever you can afford to give, they'll take it right at the uh, the drive through window. And that will go to Operation Food Search, the, who will use it to feed the hungry and to do the backpack program where kids who will literally not have food on the weekends uh, from school will get a backpack full of enough food for them and their siblings. It runs between now and December 18th. On the 15th, we'll all do the show live out at the Mid-Rivers Mall location of Hardee's. And uh, there you go. Uh, I think we're going to set our goal at, uh, what do you think? I I had heard 75. Fine. 25. 75. (laughs) We're done. Good job, everybody. Uh, Stay ready, Kevin. All right. um, Rach, I I think we have some audio that can go with this. We think we put it in there. But did you guys see... I don't even want to get serious, but I, I feel I, this this blew my mind today. Did you guys see that there are creators on TikTok that are like, you know, Osama bin Laden had a point. I did see this. Well, here's one of them trying to make a point because what they did was they read allegedly what is a letter from Osama bin Laden to the United States. Um, that has not been totally verified um, by, you know, intelligence sources. But it's certainly someone that would share the ideology that um, bin Laden and uh, what's the name? Al-Qaeda would yeah. be espousing. So this is uh, a young creator who read this letter 
for the first time. So I just read a letter to America and I will never look at life the same. I will never look at this country the same. I will never, I, please read it. And if you have read it, let me know if you are also going through an existential crisis in this very moment. Because in the last 20 minutes, my entire viewpoint on the entire life I have believed and I have lived has changed. Please read that entire letter. Okay, so first and foremost, if your entire worldview is changed in 20 minutes by anything, you're stupid. You are not a smart person that has ever thought deeply about anything. But secondly, no, there's no argument that, oh, bin Laden had a point. He had no legitimate points. If you read the letter, it is simply an angry person lashing out at an entity that they don't like. Um, I mean, in this letter, bin Laden talks about we can't stop until we people stop keeping us from implementing Sharia law. All of these creators that are making these comments, and there are more than you would think. It's not like millions and millions, but there's a lot of creators with a lot of followers passing this along. None of them would be allowed to say a word under Sharia law if Al-Qaeda and bin Laden and people that believe what he believes were able to do what they want to do. You would not be allowed to speak as a woman in that society. Yet you're saying he has a point. First of all, he was a fa- he was a billionaire from a family of billionaires who took plenty of weapons and money from the United States when it suited his interest when Russia was trying to invade Af- Afghanistan. So he was fine with the U.S. as long as they were giving him what he wanted. And when that stopped, now the U.S. is the sign of everything that's evil. And again, mass murderer. Mass murderer never has a point. The person that, that murders innocent civilians is never right, is never making a good point. How are we getting to this place? People do not understand history at all. I never thought that I would live in a time, like, I'm, I'm, I sound like the oldest person ever. This was only 20 years ago that this happened. And we're already at a point where there are young people going, well, you know, uh, he's got a point. He has no points, none. There, his belief, not not Islam, his particular interpretation of it is entirely about oppressing other people. Rachel, you're going to say? Uh, you wonder if people like that have always existed and we're just seeing the results of it on social media or if this is a new age of stupidity. I really want to know. I would like to know which one it is. It, and it's impossible to yeah. tell, but... What's what's bothersome, I think, in all of it now, though, is, look, stupid people have always existed, but stupid people have a much bigger platform now. Some of those stupid people that I mean, that's one person I picked one that was kind of emblematic of a bunch of them on a highlight reel. And that was just a small sampling of the larger number of people. Some of those people with those have millions of followers. They have I mean, their their audience is massive. And it also seems and I think this is the part that bothers me some, too. It seems like the algorithm's really pushing this thing. Well, that's, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist here, but whenever they talk about like China's using TikTok to bring down the United States, it's, it could be through messaging like that. 
where it's like, hey, we're going to actually use the algorithm to boost these sort of people and push it in your timeline and get it in front of you. And maybe we'll start slowly but surely changing the way you think. Yeah. I've always been like, oh, TikTok's just a TikTok thing. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. But this particular thing and some of the stuff surrounding Israel and Palestine has made me wonder why the, like, how many times, Dave, do you see things you have no interest in? Most. I, I would never have sought out any of this stuff, but it's showing up in my feed nonstop. They're not the ones creating it. Like, it's not China or Russia or anybody else that's creating the content. But if the algorithm's going to boost things that stir up unrest, it is probably worth more thought, mm-hmm. if nothing else. Just more like, why is this particular thing getting boosted over other things? Because there can't be that many people that are that stupid. 453 DGS. Throwback Thursday, Rich. Yes, 36 years ago in 1987, Lisa Bonet married Lenny Kravitz on her 20th birthday. Wow, 20. 1987. 33 years ago in 1990, the first Home Alone was released. Doesn't Andrew? Do you hate Home Alone too? Is that one of your things? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a bit. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> he just doesn't like Christmas movies. It seems like. What's your deal with Home Alone? I just I don't know. I, so I I kind of have this thing. It's a it's a contrarian thing, I guess. Where if everybody is really into a movie and they yeah, really tell you, you like uh, we were talking earlier that some people haven't seen Die Hard, and so that's one of those movies that when you tell it, and Kevin did. As a lot of people do, is like, what? You've never seen it? That's crazy. Which is a normal reaction to have, I think. But for some reason, I reject that and I go, like, well, now I'm never going to watch it because you're <laughs> I get so that. about I it. I was like that about It's a Wonderful Life for a long time. Mm-hmm. I still am. Yeah, I'm me too. <laughs> Except that I've actually seen it and hate it as opposed to like objecting to it just on principle. Hmm. You just hate nice Christmassy things, That's I guess. That's exactly correct. Uh, time for one more. 13 years ago, no, uh, yeah, 13 years ago in 2010, the Beatles catalog was finally made available on iTunes. Did Michael Jackson, he bought that. Mm-hmm. Did Does like Blanket own it now or something? That's a great <laughs> question. I'm not sure. I <laughs> thought it was sold again, hmm. but I could be wrong. I don't know. Does, I hope Blanket does owns blanket it. Blanket own it. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. 